There it is. We're live. Here we go. All right. Welcome. Welcome, everybody. This is a beautiful, beautiful Wednesday afternoon. Uh, and I'm on my own today. That's all right, because we're going to be talking about all the ways that polyamory has changed my life. How's it changed yours? All right. Let's jump in. Let's have a good time. Here we go. Practicing polyamory. Real life perspectives from the imperfect people of polyamory. The mission of the Practicing Polyamory podcast is to provide a platform for all of the real-life, flawed humans that practice polyamory so that we might all learn from one another and grow as a community. Enjoy the show. All right, all right. Welcome, 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 everybody. It is a beautiful Wednesday afternoon, and like I said, I'm on my own. I had a guest... Uh, not show up. That's okay. It happens. Whatever they've got going on. Uh, I hope they're doing okay. But before we jump in, uh, don't forget we are doing three live shows every week, which means lots of opportunity to get your questions answered. So if you have questions about your relationships, or if there's a topic you'd like to hear discussed on the show, slide into my DMs. Let me know what it is that you want to talk about or leave a comment while I'm here live. Why not? Have some fun with me. Talk to me. Chat with me. Uh, follow me on all social media platforms at Practicing Polyay. Let me know what it is that you want us to talk about on the show and as always as a reminder if you're listening to this podcast you are a welcome guest to be on the show none of us are perfect and we're here to share as many imperfect stories as possible because the more stories we hear the more others will see us in themselves and the more re representation we have the more we can strengthen our community so go to practicingpolyamory.com and sign up to share your imperfect story too all right so i don't have a guest to introduce so i guess it's just me um, all the ways that polyamory has changed my life. I'm going to shoot for this 30 minutes here, right? I have zero prep work. I have not done uh, any of this, this uh, the, the prep that I might normally do. I'm going off the cuff here. Uh, I, I, I've done shows on my own where normally I like have a whole script and I wrote things out. I don't even know yet what points I'm going to touch on. It's a very broad uh, spectrum of of topic subject here whatever that I can go on so uh the ways that polyamory has changed my life let's see let's let's do a little bit of history here let's go back to uh when it all began uh, I guess um you know I I, I find it funny uh, I was talking to who was I talking to um I want to say it was Heather Shannon last week uh and on the show we talked about how the different things were for me 10 years ago, right? 10 years ago, I was 27 years old, never even heard of polyamory, had no idea that this lifestyle or, you know, um, whatever existed, right? I had no idea that polyamory even existed. I, I don't think that even back then I necessarily wanted it. I, I still was very much, you know, programmed for monogamy i was still you know hoping to at some point have uh you know a uh a family you know kids and all that stuff um and here i am 10 years later uh you know a fully fledged polyamorous you know i got my my membership card i don't know about you guys but uh no i'm kidding i i, I don't have a membership card um but i wasn't aware that was something a person could do Thanks, bro. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. So, um, yeah, had no idea that this was even possible. And so uh, it was 2015, uh, six years ago, when I first got married. Uh, my uh, wife and I, we'd been dating for about a year. We fell in love super fast. It was like 10 days and, you know, 
telling each other we loved each other. And a year later, we're married, uh, you know, and, and things were great. But we just went like, all right, we're married. And now two weeks later, we're in a swingers club. Like, oh, whoa, where does that come from? Right. Um, that's just like the beginning. That's like where, where it got started. Uh, and, you know, from there, we we transitioned. We moved from swinging into polyamory. Uh, you know, if you've heard any of my uh, coming out stories, you've heard this all before. So I'm not going to rehash a bunch of that. But, you know, since then, there's been a lot of things that have changed. There's a million things that have changed. I want to say, you know, probably one of the biggest ones, the one of the biggest things is the way that I personally approach relationships or, or relating, I guess, uh, especially in romantic relationships. I've talked about this before, how I was uh, in my younger years, very jealous, very possessive. You know, uh, I remember one girlfriend, you know, she, she wanted to hang out with an ex-boyfriend of hers right and i feel like everything in monogamy teaches us you know so so often oh no your your partner can't go hanging out with their ex like that's that's wrong that's weird that's you know crazy no they can't do that they can't do that they can't do that and so obviously a lot of that was going on in my head but then there was also like this crazy fear and insecurity and all these things of like you know, well, maybe she's going to go back to him because, you know, uh, he was better than me or whatever, all this and that. And, you know, I would say that that's probably one of the biggest things that I have uh, been able to let go of. It wasn't instant either. Right. It's not like it happened right away. Um, when Vanessa and I first opened up. 2017 would have been 2017 that we started uh, with, with polyamory anyway. Um there was stupid fly. There were times when, uh, you know, she was seeing somebody and I didn't handle it well. Um, there was one person that she uh, went on a date with and we were living in our RV at the time. And we were staying <laughs> on the streets of Vegas, right? We would find different places to park the RV. Uh, and at this time, her family had come up to visit. They had just, they had just left. They came to visit and they had just left. And so there was like a hotel room that we had uh, for, you know, another night or two. And she took this date back to the hotel room, which is where I thought I was going to be. But I was like waiting in the RV to get the go ahead to come back to the hotel room. Anyway, long story short, I barged into the hotel room and their date for them. Uh, and, you know, Vanessa and I had ourselves a nice little little fight, you know, after that. So, like, I've grown quite a bit from that. Uh, I don't think that I'll uh, find myself in a position where I'm going to go and and ruin anybody's date or anything like that. Um, but it was that kind of jealousy and that kind of uh, insecurity that that, you know, I had to work through. I had to figure out how to how to get over that. Obviously, I didn't right then and there. Um, some things that happened kind of afterwards, I guess. I mean, uh, it wasn't long after that that Vanessa and I had our first split so like we kind of went our we, we 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 separated for three months uh shortly thereafter uh so you know there was a lot of time for me to kind of go through and figure out you know 
if I wanted to continue through, continue down down this polyamorous path. Um, and you know, while we were split up, still in the RV, right? At least I was still in the RV. Uh, we came back home to San Diego. She was staying with her parents um, for a little while, and I had somebody that I was seeing that would come over and, you know, console me because here I am separated, you know, um, and going through a lot of heartbreak. I was drinking a lot of port wine during that time. I'll tell you what. Um, and you know, I had this other, this other partner who would come over and, you know, just spend time with me. And so having that, um, that connection was something that like helped me realize that I do actually want this in my life. I do want you know, to have multiple people around me to support me, to help me through things. Uh, and, you know, being that person for someone else, I guess, you know, that, that kind of ties into, uh, you know, another thing that has changed is I have very often played the role of the white knight, right? The savior. I want to come in and, and find, you know, not that I'm looking for somebody who's in distress, but Man, it was definitely a habit of finding somebody who was in some kind of distress and then jumping in. And here I am, you know, I'm stable. Uh, I've got a good job or, you know, you know, income or whatever. I'm I'm emotionally available. I've got all these things going for me. Let me be. I'm your huckleberry. Your huckleberry. I love it. Well done. <laughs> You know, like I can be and do all of these things for this person who maybe uh, isn't isn't having, you know, the the easiest time in life in general. Um, and I don't think that I do that anymore. Um, now, granted, you know, my my partner right now is uh, is a little um, uh, uh, immobilized. <laughs> She's uh, the, the, the past uh two weeks it's been uh, about a week and a half since uh, a little minor surgery that she had but that first week afterwards um it was really cool to have this switching on and off like uh myself and her other partner we were just one night a piece switching to make sure that she had somebody uh overnight every night but the difference there is i'm no longer taking that all on myself and putting everything that I aspire towards everything that I want to do all the things that I want to achieve um you know or everything that I want to do my whole life doesn't get put on pause and that was definitely a habit for me uh you know in in the before times uh so many before times now but uh in the before times before polyamory was uh I definitely had a habit of Finding somebody that I was interested and in, throwing everything that I was at that person, at that relationship. Um, and, you know, honestly, I think it was a lot to handle for her. <laughs> I think it was a lot to handle for a lot of people. Uh, when, you know, I would get into a relationship and, you know, I would, I would, I would, I would give it my all, but not just in the sense that like I would give everything of myself to relationship. It was to a point where everything that I did revolved around that relationship. It was, you know, planning my future around what this person is going to be in my life or wh whether or not they're going to be. And if they are, 
what would they want? What would they want to do? And can I build a future that, you know, works for them and for me? Uh, and that's one of the things that's changed a lot for me now is I do a lot more for myself. Maybe this is the solo polyamorist in me, um, which is a term that I'm coming to terms with, <laughs> um, you know, trying to, to navigate. Um, because like I said, you know, up until five years ago, is it five years ago now? Five years ago that we started uh, exploring polyamory that, you know, I really did make all of my future plans around a single person. And it usually wasn't me. Um, at this point in my life, um, Vanessa has moved out. I have been living on my own since uh, April. So April, May, June, July, four months now. Uh, I've been living on my own. Um, and it was something that I used to fear. I had a lot of fear around living on my own um, for a long time. Loneliness since freaking high school loneliness was one of the biggest um one of my biggest demons one of the things that i struggled with uh the most but i think you know a big part of the reason is because loneliness to me meant never finding the one right never finding that person that was going to fulfill all of my dreams and be everything that i ever needed in this whole world and i would never need anybody else and we would live happily ever after for the rest of our lives <laughs> Yeah, um, <laughs> it's just funny, I guess, uh, to think about. I'm sorry, I took it too far. I did, I did. Very many times I took it too far. I expected so much and I put so much pressure on, you know, the person that I would, that I was dating, you know, at these different times. Um, I do remember at one point during my Navy career, um, must have been probably around this 26, 27 years old uh, range where I realized, you know what? There, there's no such thing as the one, right? There are many the ones. There are many people that I can have a strong connection with. Um, that realization, you know, some, some 10 years ago was really helpful in letting me uh, explore explore relationships at that time. So uh, at that time, I was like, stupid, head over heels in love with this one girl who, uh, you know, I chased for like 10 years, didn't work out, obviously. Um, but, you know, giving myself that permission to say, hey, there's there are there's more than just the one, right? There are multiple people that I can have a connection with, there are multiple people that, uh, you know, could potentially be a soulmate. Uh, and what polyamory has done is change it so that those close relationships, those soulmates, those, uh, you know, incredible connections are not strictly um, rom romantic ones. I feel like I've been able to dig deeper into many, many friendships. Um, I have been able to be more vulnerable with my guy friends. Even I tell, you know, some of my guy friends, Hey man, I love you. You know, like 
and that's that's an important thing for for men to tell one another i think uh that that it's easy to get lost but like the ideas of polyamory the ideas of having an infinite ocean of love makes it so that i can give love in different ways to different people and not just like hoard it and reserve it for only a specific type of relationship that's supposed to be the deepest and the best you know i always had this idea that um uh, my partner my 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 one and only would be my best friend and everything you know best friend lover and teammate and partner and and you know mother to my chill like everything would be encompassed in this one person and again it was a lot of pressure to to put on someone and that's definitely another huge huge lesson that uh polyamory has has taught me uh something else that i've been able to take away is you know my partner now isn't doesn't feel that pressure i hope i don't think um and i don't put that pressure on any partners i don't put that pressure on on any one person uh because i've i've come to realize that a lot of people will fill a lot of different needs throughout my life you know nobody is going to take the place of my brother who is sitting back here uh you know doing the clips and 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 with whom i do all of uh, our our businesses and our investments and you know we sit and talk business and we do podcasts together like nobody can take my brother's place nobody can take um you know vanessa's place in the in the six seven years that we were together and the life that we built and the 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 family ties that we have and you know nobody can take a muda's place and the hiking and all these different you know the running and 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 just the different connections that we have uh and nobody can take you know anybody's place in my life and and as new connections come as new connections are formed they start to fill these different areas and I think it's like areas that we don't always know need to be filled. There's there's that possibility, that opportunity to allow these new relationships to come into my life and fill voids that maybe I didn't know were there. So um, let's see, what else has changed? What else has changed? What else has changed? Um, Going back to living alone, going back to to this loneliness, right? Going back to this fear of of always being alone. I definitely, when I think about what my life will look like at 102 when I die, I wonder who will be there with me. You know, but what polyamory has done is make it so that you know i can always have somebody with me at the end right when uh when i was monogamous i would think about the end and it was you know that person whoever that might have been right it was it was going to be that person that was with me holding my hand when you know i took my last breath or you know the other way around whatever but in 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 monogamy you know if i uh 
if I lost that person first, then who's going to be with me at the end? Now polyamory gives me that opportunity to have more people with me at the end, uh, even more than, than, you know, I might've had otherwise. Um, it gives me the opportunity to continue to build awesome, deep friendships. And going back to that, you know, that's, uh, I have this, this, the, a really good friend from karaoke, Jonathan, who, you know, I'm really, really close with, and he's one of the first, uh, people that, you know, one of the first guys that, you know, I've been like affectionate with, like, I'll go up and like, like kind of lean on him a little bit and give him big hugs. And like, there's, there's this, this, this openness and, um, depth to, uh, to a friendship that I don't know that, that, that got opened up with, you know, everything that I've learned from polyamory with being able to take relationships to any, uh, any depth that I want them to go. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It's maybe I'm rambling. Maybe I have no idea what I'm talking about anymore. Like I said, I was going to try for, for 30 minutes. Um, we're at, we're at 21 now. So cool. Um, I wonder if there's anybody else that, that is out there who maybe wants to drop a comment. Tell me how polyamory has changed your life. Tell me what polyamory has done uh, for you. Because, I mean, those are those are some of the biggest takeaways from me. Um, I love it. I love it. See, this is why, this is why, FYI, this is why I do scripted shows if I'm going to do anything else, or I like will go and find an article somewhere, but I wanted to try something different and just kind of see where I might go with this. Um, probably should have taken some notes, probably should have written some things down, but uh, you know what? Um, I think I'm going to call it. Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Yeah, good call. Good call. Are you not entertained? Uh, I think I'm done. But, um, you know, polyamory has changed my life, honestly, for the better. Um, I last night spent time with um, Vanessa and her new partner and myself being her ex and her other ex. So those three of us um, gentlemen and Vanessa, you know, and it's because of polyamory. It's 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 because of the things that I've learned through polyamory uh, that I've been able to maintain this wonderful friendship relationship with, um, you know, someone who really means a lot to me. Um, but, you know, in, in a lot of times in romantic relationships, especially monogamous romantic relationships, when we break up, it's really hard to stay friends. Right. I, 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 I laugh a little bit about that. I'm like chuckling on the inside because I think of uh, all those breakups where you're like, yeah, but we can still stay friends. Right. And it normally doesn't work out. But in this case, in my case, uh, I'm, I'm lucky and, and happy to say that uh, it is working out. We are staying friends. Uh, and even if there's a little bit of stuff to work through, you know, it's 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 possible and uh and worth it and worth it so uh i'm gonna kill it there i'm gonna end it there i appreciate every single one of you everybody who uh tuned in i don't know why y'all tuned in today uh 
I don't know why you, thank you for supporting me. Thank you for, uh, you know, I hope that y'all got a little something out of this. Um, and yeah, I'm just going to end it. Tune in Monday through Wednesday. You know, I wanted to get this done. That's the other thing I wanted to get this done because last week I didn't do, uh, three episodes the week before I didn't do three episodes. So I'm like, damn it. I'm going to do three freaking episodes today. Even if I'm stumbling my way and like awkwardly talking about, I don't know what for, you know, 25 minutes, whatever. Thank you all for your support. As a reminder, when we're live, you get no commercial interruptions, but the same can't be said for the podcast downloads. So if you want to avoid the commercial interruptions, be sure to catch us live Monday through Wednesday, 2.30 Pacific time or sign up for Patreon where you'll get access to our commercial free RSS feed and support the show. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube everywhere you download your podcast. And if you haven't already, please leave us a review. All right. That's all I've got. Thank you all as always until next week. This is the last one for this week. Have a nice day. Thank you for tuning in to the Practicing Polyamory podcast. Would you or someone in your polycule like to be a guest? Sign up at practicingpolyamory.com and join the conversation. Please support us by subscribing, liking, and following us on social media at Practicing Polya by clicking any of the affiliate links on our website or by subscribing at patreon.com slash practicing <laughs>